BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ma, ma, ma. Good morning, millennials. Ryan, that's my line. Sharpay, we're supposed to do it together. We do everything together. How sad is that? Our hopes, our dreams, they're all rolled up into one, Sharpay. So you are just riding my coattails, Ryan. Just admit it. Never, Sharpay. We can do this together. Miss Darbus, what do you think? I think <laughs> that the theater waits for no one, so get the fuck on with it. It's fair. Darbus speaks Darbus facts. speaks facts. No cap, Darbus. She really does. No cap. Darbus speaks facts, by the way, yeah. always. You are looking gorgeous, Ryan. Thank you, Sharpay. Can- I got a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> can you give us a little, um, like, where I got OOTD? Yeah. Where's all this from? Bama Rush style. Yeah. So my pants I borrowed from my husband because <laughs> they're the only thing that fits me right now. Um, this Argyle sweater is, is gorgeous. Yes, I did sew this myself. It's from the costume department. Right, right, right. And this hat, Amazon. So cute. Thrifty King. Yeah, Thrifty King. Everything I'm wearing is designer because, um, you know, our dad likes me better. Recipes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware you guys had one. And yeah, I'm just feeling so excited to be here on the morning toast. I feel like this podcast is really going to launch my career. Yeah, Sharpay, I think you're a star already. Born a I star. Agree. Born a star. You're going to do amazing things, Sharpay. And you know what? You're going to do amazing things too behind the scenes. I just, I know you're going to be a great producer and a great stagehand. And I'm just so excited for this journey for us, really, Ryan. Family, yeah. family over everything. But I have dreams of the spotlight, Sharpay. Sure, yeah. I don't know. You were at the club this weekend. Put your hand, <laughs> put your hand away. All right, you guys. Welcome to Toast to Win 2021. That's right. You've got Ryan. You've got Sharpay. Most importantly, Miss Darbus. You have Darbus. Darbus is here to keep us in check because, you know, Sharpay, I don't want to... I don't want to hurt your feelings, but you know, sometimes you can get a little carried away. Ryan, you and know it's what's... important that we have the theatrical director to keep us both in check. You know what's so comical? What? Is the fact <laughs> that scared. you... you... <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> you irrelevant ugly think that you can hurt my feelings. Like, that's like saying, you know, well, I know one person who can hurt your feelings. Darbus, stay Darbus. The fuck out of this. This is a family matter. Read Darbus. her to filth, Darbus. Read her to Troy filth. Troy Bolton can hurt oh. your feelings. <gasps> Darbus. <laughs> Troy Bolton. Not cool, Darbus. You know what? I don't even need Troy Bolton. Him and Gabriella can go run along, dancing in fields. I'm going to Broadway. I'm going to Hollywood. Sure, that's how, did, how did Sharpay's the- Fabulous Adventure go, Sharpay? It was the Disney Channel original movie year, a movie of the year, okay? 
Okay. Yeah, that's why you bought out the whole country club so you could spend the summer with Troy Bolton. Don't bring the country club into this, okay? You know that was a really hard period for that me, Ryan. A- and for you to throw it back in my face shows you're not my true partner. That was a low, Sharpay. How much money did you waste? Sonny would employed, never have done this to share. You employed, Sonny would never have done this to share. You employed the entire Wildcats just so Troy would talk to you. That yeah. Was, and that's so something, pathetic. That is something you I don't think it's pathetic, actually. It's oddly reminiscent of, you know, really strong female heroines in... in in, I can't even talk. <laughs> in some of my favorite films and plays. That's sorry, I'm such a method actor that I just kind of channeled Juliet of Romeo and Juliet. You would know nothing about that, Ryan, would you? I, I would I know. Actually, I, I, I think you would. Thank you. No, Marcus. I don't think you would know what it's really like to put yourself out there in a real way. I do, because Kelsey and I have something special, which is why <laughs> I borrowed her hat. <laughs> Where is Kelsey? She's working on something new mm. for Troy and Gabriella, not for you. Yeah, no, uh, I'll, I'll go see to that. Yeah, no, it's some of her best work. Um, happy Halloween, Ryan. Happy Halloween, Thank you, you Margo, for being here. Thank you for having me. I can't lie. I can't recall an episode of The Morning Toast, Halloween or otherwise, where I've ever been so uncomfortable in an outfit. Like, <laughs> I've never, honestly. I'm sweating. You look incredible. Do I? I'm like, My wig is like sliding back. I'm so hot. Sharpay who? Evans. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, like, this wig is so tight. Like, I'm so hot. No, you look so good. Blonde is your color. You think? Yeah. I think so, too. And those glasses, Gucci? Yeah, via Amazon. (laughs) Gucci for Amazon. You know what? I saw people, I've ordered this all a while ago, but I saw people on TikTok who, like, had dressed up as Sharpay. Not obviously as good as us and not as in character. Um, And everyone got these glasses. Because when you search pink glasses on Amazon, this is the first that come up, and they're so Sharpay. They really are. Like, I feel like all I needed was the sunglasses. Everything else, my bow, just an accoutrement. Yeah, and the wig, of course. Yeah, the wig that's for a toddler. It's, like, sliding off my head. Speaking of wigs, hey, Darbus. Hello. Your hair's looking a little unkempt. It's just, is everything okay at home? I had a wild night with is Coach every- Bolton last night. <laughs> is everything okay at home with Mr. Darbus? No. There is no Mr. Darbus. There is no Mr. Darbus. Not anymore? Yeah, his name is Mr. Bolton. Oh, yeah. The theater can't have husbands. So, um, the theater Darbus, is your husband, right? The theater is my husband. Darbus, uh, why am I British now? Darbus, um, when are the spring musicale uh, auditions? Um, auditions will be in the month of March. Okay. And callbacks will be in April, and you will not be getting one. That's Savage. not very Darbus of you. Actually, what? yes, it is. All, all's equal in the theater. Everyone gets a callback, Margo. Well, no, they don't. Not everyone gets, everyone gets an audition. Yeah, but everyone like me gets a callback. Mm. Well, because you're the only one who tries out usually, except for Troy and Gabriella. What should we do this year, bro? For the musicale? No, for the audition. I think we should do one of our classics. Me too. Bop to the top or Bop to the top? I'm feeling Bob to the top. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that too. It's kind of like a dangerous choice. But Should I we rehearse? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Jarvis, close yours. Yeah, we don't want to spoil it for you. I believe in dreaming, shooting for the stars. Baby, to be number one, you've got to raise the bar. Kicking and a scratching, riding on my feet. Yeah, <laughs> anything it takes to climb the, the ladder of success. Work our tails off every day. Wrong line, Ryan. <laughs> Joe, wait, the competition. <laughs> Throw them all away. Throw them all away. Yeah, we're gonna bop, 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 bop to the top. Slip and slide and ride that rhythm. Zip, 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 jump through the watch and start yourself. Zigzag, zag, drop to the top. We'll keep sticking up till the music stops. Stop, stop. Do the bop, bop, bop to the top. Don't ever 
does that papara pop show some muscle do the hustle work already and turn around but my way in a competition that's really good we need to work on that one yeah i think you really need to work on like that whole thing i think i held it down i didn't wouldn't agree I think you're a little rough around the edges. Yeah, you know, I think my... I think you had a wild weekend and it's affecting your voice. I think my glasses are um, starting to fog up for how hot it is under my wig. You can take your glasses off. We're all friends here, Sharpay. No, I overslept and I really didn't have a lot of time to do my best Sharpay makeup. I tried to put like pink eyeshadow on my lids. And it looks like um, I got punished. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, I mean... Maybe somebody had enough of Sharpay's shit, like... (laughs) And they finally punched her. Honestly, it looks good. You look great. Okay, but like the glasses aren't bothering me. The wig is. The Sharpay can never. No, Sharpay can never. Oh my God. You know, being Sharpay is a lot of work. I have a lot of respect for Ashley Tinsdale. Yeah. No, she gives it all every single day. She does. And you know what? While I'm here, I would just like to show like Sharpay in 2021 has been canceled sufficiently. Well, she was like canceled in 2008. Then she was resurrected briefly, Justice for Sharpay. But now she's been thoroughly canceled once again. Like, yeah. So I'm now here as kind of the um, the grown up version of Sharpay, who's had her tweets exposed, who's had her old high school bullying activities exposed (laughs) on a TikTok. So I'm just here as like a person who is eating pie, humble pie. And I'm here to issue an apology. It's a screenshot on my notes app. It's pink. It's scented. And I just want to say I'm, you know, the person I was when I was a teenager is not currently who I am now. And who are you now, Sharpay? I'm a philanthropist. I'm a lover of Animals. animals and humans. I'm a thespian. I love the theater. I love art. I love culture. Um, and I don't know. I've just kind of grown up over the last couple of years. And I think you guys are going to be really excited for the Sharpay that you're going to see here today. That's beautiful. Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Seriously. Like, it's enough already. I just, I wouldn't support you. I want to support you. Shut the fuck up, Ryan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're right. I talk too much. I completely agree. Okay, well, we have a great show for you today. Per usual, we'll be in and out of character. You never know when Sharpay's hammer is going to come down on Ryan. Your hat. Like, it's too much. I mean, I think it's so fabulous. All the, Everyone's going to be wearing it next season. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show us your best jazz hands. <laughs> you guys, if you're listening to today's podcast, I highly recommend, obviously, coming over to YouTube. We're in full costume, and it's Toastoween, and we're going to do our regular episode, obviously, but we just really can't be helped as thespians ourselves if the Ryan, Sharpay, and Darvis just kind of ooze out of us. Yeah, because it's who we are at our core. And right. it's what happens, you know? It is what happens. It's worth mentioning that Jackie and I did fight over who... Well, not fight. Like I was going to ask how you guys decided. We Great. both wanted Ryan. We both wanted to be Ryan. Oh, Even really? though you would think that, like, Sharpay is the more desirable character, I think that Ryan's a bit more nuanced. And, and more dynamic and easy to, like, get into victim mentality. Like... <laughs> Nobody wants to be like the big bully, especially you me. You to have a really easy time. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like now everyone who thinks I'm mean to like you and Ben is just going to be like, look, she was so good at Sharpay. <laughs> so obviously I didn't want to do this. So we actually flipped a coin because uh, we, we, neither of us would fair back. fair is fair. Neither of us would back down on it. And I just really didn't want to be like big pregnant Sharpay, like big dope. And I understood in that. In pink. I, you did, know? I do understand that. So I so just. what do you call me? <laughs> I'm a big dope in pink. <laughs> yes. So is Sharpay. Okay. That is Sharpay. I'm just saying. I just feel really comfortable in this outfit. I think it's more maternity friendly. I yeah. agree. Agreed. And so I'm just like living my best life. Literally. Girls, call me. Jazz hands. Jazz square. Um, so I also feel weird that we're like swapped seats. Yes. 
but just Darbus and I are just kind of a team, you know? You always want to stick close to Darbus so you can manipulate her I'm decisions. A, I'm a sneaky brown noser with a not-so-hidden <laughs> agenda. <laughs> it's true. Um, so now that I'm sitting here, like, should I do the crunch? Oh, do you want to get into everything? Do you have anything else to talk about? No, I mean, just I had a nice evening with Kelsey last night. Mm. We caught up on Real Housewives, and then she went home to work on her sheet And music. then you did a little jam sesh? Yeah, we did. We're always just jamming. You can't put the jam in the jar. No, but, like, <laughs> when I think about, like, some of the time you spend with Kelsey, like, it does make me sad. Why? Because, I don't know, I'm just out here living a fabulous life on our father, rest in peace, dime. And I'm just, you know what I did last night? I went to a movie premiere. And I actually saw Zac Efron. Do you remember him? He went to our high school. Troy? Yeah. Um, he's in this new film, and he was obviously so excited to see me. It was really um, kind of like a beautiful moment, full circle. He obviously saw the growth in me. You know, I mean, I really get to talk to him because he like pretended he didn't see me. But I, um, I felt this like spiritual connection to him. That's good. That's good that no matter how much like you grow and evolve, like you're still delusional. <laughs> yeah, like that's kind of like part of my brand yeah that's your hallmark you know I'm really excited <clears throat> to be on this podcast because I really feel like Ryan you and I should really start um like working on our social media you know okay I think we could get discovered that way or at least I can yeah no I, I have some really good ideas and plans I think people would want to hear from me and you know my take on how I you know live my lifestyle sure Ryan like how I got this sweater yeah no it's and I have other sweaters too uh, we believe it <laughs> Are you going to give that sweater to Zach when you're done? No, I'm going to give it to I Margo. wear that. Oh, yeah, like that's what the kids are wearing. Like now, right? Emma Chamberlain style. Yeah. Like the hat, lead. I'm keeping. Obviously. No, the hat goes in the Toast Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, this hat has changed my life. No, I know. Sometimes you put on a piece of clothing that like literally changes the DNA inside of the person. Like, yeah. it gives you a whole new perspective. Is there anything today that's changing your DNA? I guess these glasses a little bit, but honestly, I know I'm not having the same sort of like moment as you are, but you know what? Ryan needs a moment, so <laughs> it's fine. Darvis, are you feeling personally attached feeling to anything you're wearing? I mean, of course. Look at my, look at my thoughts. You look so good. You do. Thank you so much. Thank you for my kimono. Yeah, I'm going to need that back. Yeah, no, I don't want it. No, I'm just... Darbus is a savage. I don't know what you expected. Darbus is a I'm savage. Just, I, you know, I get a lot of compliments on that. Come no, on. I know. It just looks different, like, when you're not wearing it on a beach. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 But when you're wearing it in the theater, everything sparkles. That's right, Darbus? True. Right. That's right. Oh, so what is the spring musical? You didn't tell us. Um, you know, we're still ideating on it. Okay, okay. Darbus I heard it's a Darbus original. Darbus has become lazy. <laughs> <laughs> She's really kind of slipping up in her own I, I think we're going to do Dear Evan Hansen. Sounds like Ryan's gonna shine. Oh my God! There's no female lead in Tira and Hanson. No, no, you'll be what's her name? The sister, Laura. I think no, her, she's played by a girl named Laura. Oh. But I think wait, Darvis, how do I look? I'm ready. Oh, she has her cast on. All right, let's hear it. This is an opportunity for Ryan. Let's hear it. I can I can help you workshop. You know, I'll let you have this one. On the outside, always looking in. Will I? Ever be more than I've always been, been. cause I'm tap tap Shut up, Sharpay, this is my glass. moment. This is not harm me. Waving through a window. Oh can anybody see? Hey. Is anybody waving back at me? Oh waving, wait. shut up, waving Gorgeous, Ryan. What do you think, Darvis? I think it's good. I think I'm a shoe in it unless Troy tries out. He'll really give me a run for my money. I don't know. I purposely moved the school decathlon, the basketball team, 
qualifying game, the Great British Bake Off, and all the other <laughs> extracurricular activities to the same time as auditions. So no person can be in two places at once, right? And I did that for you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Sis. Okay, here's a plan for today's show, you guys. We got the Fast Five. Um, we've got some TV recap. Last night was the finale of Potomac um, Housewives, and then also a new episode of Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City, City Housewives, which was both just like meh. meh. Um, big meh. Big meh, but there's lots of news, lots of things we to discuss. We have a lot to discuss. So Did I, you get the new Bravo news? Yes. Okay. So let's jump right in Man, to so the Fast Five stories that you need to know <clears> before <throat> you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Gorgeous. Sharpay adds that wig's not going to pay for oh, itself. Oh, sorry, sorry. I got so distracted by my wig. It's so itchy. Today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Legacy Box. Send your Legacy Box. Fill it with old home videos and pictures, and Legacy Box will do the rest. They'll digitize your moments onto a thumb drive, the cloud, or a DVD. It's like magic. So each item that you send to them will be hand digitized by their team of over 200 trained technicians, and it's all done right here in the USA. They've been an industry leader in professionally digitizing family mem memories for over a decade. Their exclusive barcoded online tracking system provides up to 12 email updates along the way, and each kit includes everything you need to safely pack and send your recorded moments. Legacy Box is giving our listeners early access to the Black Friday sale. Everyone's always waiting for Legacy Box sales. Here's one. Visit LegacyBox.com slash toast to unlock an exclusive discount for Black Friday. That's LegacyBox.com slash toast for the best deal of the year. LegacyBox.com slash toast. Don't miss it. They like uh, People are always messaging me for the sale, and you always miss it. So LegacyBox.com slash toast for the Black Friday sale. I love LegacyBox because we get to see all of our memories. You know, yeah. when we were in the theater growing up, mom yeah. and dad recorded everything. Yeah. For me, that's so nice. I think they probably thought, like, when I was a kid, I was such a star that I'd someday end up, you know, in the Grammy Museum or the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, something like that. And they just wanted to preserve um, all of my things, which I thought was really cool of them. They're so smart like that. Yeah. And mine, too. <laughs> yeah. No, I think they have a bunch of your hats in a box somewhere in the <laughs> attic. I hope that flood in 97 didn't get to them. Okay. First story, you guys. Big news. I'm... I'm still thinking, like, quaking, thinking about it. We need to discuss. The theater what? is quaking. The theater is quaking. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson oh. holding hands at Not Scary Farm. They went on some rides together. First of all, they were just, like, together, hanging out. Which is just weird. They were a part of big group, obviously, so it wasn't, like, a one-on-one -on -one date. Right. But obviously, like, there's okay, something Okay, so, like, here. there was just, like, the group photo that was at first shocking. Then they sat next to each other on the ride. Like, okay. I they guess. held hands. And then but the picture. Okay, how they got, People Magazine got that picture that was, I like, taken on the ride. I wonder how much they paid the operator for that. Yeah. Yeah. They're holding hands. They look so cute. And is there any chance in hell that they are a romantic item yeah i mean like every like page six is saying they're just friends everyone is saying they're just friends i mean they might just be friends right now but it's obviously like step like a stepping stone no yeah i just feel like two like a, a of age single people don't right. hold hands on a roller coaster who just kissed on tv right you don't oh, hold ha right. hands on a roller coaster unless like there's the beginning of feelings no there's definitely something going on i don't know if it's gonna last forever i think this is probably just like kim's you know flinging back into single life but i think they're definitely gonna bone like and spend some time together i'm obsessed i never obsessed i never would have put these two together i'm obsessed like i'm so obsessed for kim because it like he's a funny guy she'll have fun obviously he's doing something right with his life he literally dates the most prestigious mm -hmm. women in town mm -hmm. and i'm obsessed for pete because it's like also you have to remember like he was engaged to ariana grande like it, you really can't go up from there in life you know what I, but i don't really feel like he's gone down at all no he hasn't but like 
now he's dating Kim. No, and like now it's just like let's let's all take a step back, okay? Kim. We have to look at Pete Davidson, who has now we think dated Kim Kardashian, Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Phoebe. Uh, what was her name? Oh, Phoebe Designer, Bridgerton, Margaret Qualley. Right, uh, Kaya Gerber ever or no? Or I just get her confused with Margaret Qualley. Like they're so similar. That's a good. That's okay. an interesting. I question. feel like briefly, but I could be confusing my skinny brunettes. Okay. So. We have this man mm-hmm. who's dated all these women, like literally the most sought after, gorgeous, rich bachelorettes in the world. And Pete is just like this funny guy from Staten Island. Like it's so, it's so crazy to me. First of all, I don't know anyone who's ever dated that many eligible women in such a short period of time. And someone who's just so like, he's not, the, um, he's not George Clooney. Like he's on a TV show. He's a stand-up comic. He's from Staten Island. He still lives in his mom's house. Like it's, Honestly, mind-boggling. It boggles the mind. No, it's an amazing story. A true... Uh, it's a hero story. Yeah. It's a it's a happy a happy ending. Yeah. No, you love to see it. I mean, Kim is the most eligible bachelorette in, in the, the world. world. And I'm really, really here for this. I hope that it's something. I mean, or at the very least that they're going into business together. Because I would love yeah. to see what these two could cook up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like maybe they're going to be in a movie together. And, like, she's helping him. He's helping her, like, be funny. Like, learn how to block cameras. Yeah, but that's, like, when you are, like, working on a project with your crush. And no, you're it's like, a movie. We, and you're like, we should go to Not Scary Farm to work on the project That's more. literally what happened to you and Kelsey. Like, you tricked her to come to your house to see, like, your collection of keyboards. Yeah. And she brought her sheet music and just plopsed. Right. And it was on from there. So, like, that's why I feel... As though, even though it might not be something yet for these two, they could be on the road to love like me and Kelsey have found. We're literally <laughs> on our way. Yeah. I can't believe it, by the way. When I saw these pictures, it was, I didn't know what I was looking at for it, a second. And it was so shocking that it actually took me t- some time to understand, okay, Kim, Pete, who cares? Wait, they kiss. Wait, they're both single. Wait, they're both, like, right. looking. Wait, they're holding hands. Right. right. It's a journey to get to the final conclusion that, like, these two might actually end up like an item not forever I don't think but like it's it'll be a fun little thing that Kim did on the way to her next relationship Mr. Right Now yes Yes. hello what what do you think counts Darbus counselor Darbus Miss Darbus is the ultimate counselor oh wait that's a great question Miss Darbus what do you do in the summers she brings the summers off yeah. Yeah, no, so you don't volunteer at a theater camp or anything? No, they, I go to um, some summer camps. They bring me in as like a, you know, guest of honor. A liaison, yeah. Um, but besides that, I really, it's where I can just debrief from the craziness of you fuckers. And do Darbus tings? Yeah, Darbus tings. What do Darbus tings entail? Darbus tings entail, I smoke a lot of weed. <gasps> for Darbus sure. is a pothead for sure. And Darbus definitely, like, is a, like, sun's topless. Yeah, yeah, yeah For yeah. sure. No, she does that like, like Paltrow like, vagina tanning. I like, like, swinger parties, you know. <laughs> Oh, is there a Mr. Darbus? No. No. You killed him? The theater is your husband. Right, the theater right. is Mr. Darbus. Would you say that the, the theater came between Mr. and Mrs. Darbus? There was never a Mr. Darbus. Oh, there was never? No. The theater was in the way. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> She's married to her work. I'm sorry to have offended you, Mr. Darbus. It's okay. You know, I'm probably going to end up being the next Mrs. Darbus at the rate that and I'm how's going. That, how's your Mr. Evans going? Sharpay, those who can't do teach, never forget. <laughs> Excuse me, right? Am I catching a fucking attitude from you, bitch? Is that, is that, wait, did I hear a fucking attitude? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ryan. Go back to your sheet music. Let me go back to the auditorium, okay? Sharpay, I thought you've changed. I have. Someone's going to make a TikTok exposing you for this behavior. We're being recorded. You know what? 
villain mentality over here, okay? <laughs> this is the villain, like, you know what we need? A villain origin story about Charpay. Like, how did she get this way? Yeah. Like, the, let's do, like, the year before Gabriella and Troy transferred to... Yeah, what was Sharpay going through? Right. And I'm sure Sharpay had to, like, beat out some seniors when she, like, the year before, mm-hmm. who were, like, putting her down yep. and saying, Sharpay, you're not good enough. Yep. But then, you know, you live long enough and the you, you become the, the villain. villain. And I think that's what happened to Sharpay. I think so, too. And then, and like, what's going on at the Evans home? She could have, like, used her position of power in the theater For to, good. like, raise up other voices within the theater. And instead, she put them down. No, right? of course, because you want to know why? A star is a star. And a star will rise. And she has rise. She has risen. risen. She has risen. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to. I didn't use the wrong tense. And I'm the star, and I just think it's time everyone on this fucking couch got on board. Well, I'm on a different couch, so. But I'm already on board. You know, I'm Team Sharpay. Choo choo. That's right, Ryan. And you know what? For that small compliment, you can be the stage manager in my next production. <laughs> Thanks, Sharpay. It's what I've always dreamed of. And you, know, you can bring that little Kelsey too. Have her write me a stellar ballad for the second act. Kelsey, like, is not down for you. No, I it's know. It really comes between our relationship. Not to make it about me, sorry. No, and I think we should talk about how this relationship you found yourself in. While I am super, super happy for you, it's definitely become toxic for our family. We've all kind of spoken about it, and we don't think Kelsey's the right fit. I mean, I know mom and dad really like her, so it's really no. just you. No, I actually spoke to mom and dad. Rest in peace. Um, and they were basically just saying how they think, this is not my words, it's theirs, that Kelsey's taking advantage of you. She doesn't actually like you, and she's using you for your money and connections as a songwriter. Well, at least she's using me. Okay. You know, at least someone wants to hang out with me. What a cry. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> okay, are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Big news announced this morning. A new Bravo Real Housewives franchise is coming in 2022, and it's the Real Housewives of Dubai. Bravo is further expanding the Real Housewives franchise with its first international locale, officially greenlighting the Real Housewives of Dubai. Now, that was a little confusing because there are other Real Housewives like Melbourne. Cheshire. But those are by different production companies. Like, they kind of, like, license out the name. They don't air on Bravo. And they don't air on American Bravo. And, like, Bravo doesn't claim them. No, they don't. It's actually really weird. I don't really get how that whole thing works. It is really weird. This is not that. No, this is full Andy Cohen approved. This is full Andy Cohen approved, airing on Bravo, you know, 987. Central. So Andy said in a press release, everything's bigger in Dubai and I couldn't be more excited to launch Bravo's first International Housewives series in a city I've been fascinated by for years with an outstanding group of friends as our guides. Caroline Stanberry is rumored to be heavily involved. Well, that was my next thing. Like, she must be involved. And that is so exciting to hear. The cast has not been revealed yet, but if they're revolving it around Caroline, like, I'm so in. No, and you know what? Like, what do I always say is required for a housewife to be successful? money and there's literally no shortage of money in Dubai and I actually think this is a great selection I think it'll be so interesting I mean I think a lot of people wonder about like what it's like in Dubai like from Bravo's perspective we've seen glimpses of it like on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills but to live there must be so interesting you have to be so rich Mm -hmm. and I actually cannot wait to see who they choose I can't wait to see all the homes the cars the bags I think it's gonna be fabulous I give this an A plus but you know what I do think it's now becoming like I think they need to, like, cancel another. Oh, they, I guess they did just cancel Dallas. Yeah. Because, like, it's too much and not all of them are so good. Yeah. That, like, in order for me to keep being, like, a full-time fan, 
They got to whittle it down. They, they got to trim the, the fat. fat. Yeah. yeah. And that was, I guess, them at, in Dallas, even though I think there are other franchises that deserve to go before Dallas. But it's easy to cut off Dallas when it's not an OG franchise. Like, people yeah. are so attached to New York and OC, even though they both deserve to be permanently canceled. Yeah. I agree with everything. And I think Dubai's going to be really great. And Me too. it's, like, so crazy for Caroline Stanberry. Like, she was Ladies of London. She moved to Dubai. They stopped the show because there's no ladies in London without Caroline Stanberry. And it did get really bad. And then, no, it was always good. It, would, like, never had time to get bad. And now, like, I'm sure this is happening in large part because of her. A hundred percent. And also, when they announced yesterday that, like, you know, Andy was going to be announcing a, a new. new franchise, and I was, like, racking my brain trying to think about what it could be, because I, I was just thinking U.S. But now right. this opens up the whole world to Real Housewives franchises. I mean, the Real Housewives of Paris, like, that would be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think in, in New York, I mean, in America, the only thing that would still be good is a Real Housewives of Nashville. Yeah. yeah. With, like, you know, country singers, wives. Yes. Like, Brittany great. Aldean and, like, uh, Ray Lynn. Like, well, she's a singer, so she's probably no, but too both. busy. But, like, yes, yeah, singers and wives. Yes, I agree. Gwen Stefani could be on it. I agree. I don't think I that think they'll... I think they live in Oklahoma. Totally. I don't think that they'll do it. Like, no, I don't me think, neither. And I don't think the women will do it. Yeah, I don't think I, they want to open up their lives like that. No, and they're so rich. Like, they don't need it. And they're yeah. so famous in their own circles. Like... They don't need the fame or the money, which is why it would be good. Yeah, agreed. Well, that's like some very exciting Bravo news for all of us. Yeah, and did you see I sent you something last night from like a Bravo fan page? They think they found who out the new uh, friend of Beverly Hills is. Yeah. I mean, she was just at a dinner, so she could just be like invited, but she had she had a house sell for $87 million, so that's always good. Yeah, I'm just like not on that level of fandom of like, you know, exploring who showed up to a meal. Oh, and for Beverly Hills, I think I am. Oh, no, but I'm glad to see that enthusiasm from you, Sharpay. It's nice to be passionate about things, Ryan. You should try it sometime. I am passionate about, about a lot about of About something besides your hats. And Kelsey. And Kelsey, and your vest. Wow, Darbus with the knife. <laughs> Darbus with the knife in the library. No, in the auditorium. Just in Jesus. the theater, guys. Oh, you don't like the word auditorium? No, it's, no, that's like, so provincial. It it does dull down what she does. Yeah, she doesn't like to be reminded she's in a high school. In a school, right? Like literally, Darbus, you're such a thespian, and like you literally spend all your time in a sweaty auditorium that they also use for the science decathlon. Well, I have tenure, so oh, uh, you know, you should take a sabbatical soon, Darbus. You work too hard. Okay. Do you want to travel, Darbus? Where do you want to go? I would love to go to the theater capital of the world, Broadway, New York. <laughs> I was going to say, like, fucking Kansas. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard that the, the theater scene in Wichita is Kansas. unparalleled. Me too. So. Darvis. Um, no, sorry. I was gonna, no, it's okay. Okay, are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because Alec Baldwin is speaking out about the fatal shooting of Helena Hutchins on the Rust set. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this video by now, and if you haven't, please go watch it, because we're just going to talk about the, the body language of the all. vibes yeah. of this video. So Alec and Hillary Hillary. Hillary Hillary are in Vermont and paparazzi are like staking them out. And so they finally they stopped in the middle of the road to like answer some questions and everything about it was off. Now, first of all, I think most noticeably was like that Hillary was trying to make it about herself and that really rubbed people the wrong way. No, it rubbed Alec the wrong way. Like Alec was not letting her make it but, about like, herself. For me, I thought Alec was Unhinged. Unhinged. I think the whole, I think the concept of these two people stopping in the middle of the road to talk to paparazzi about the death of a young woman is so inappropriate. 
And I think like they, the way that they're acting is like literally so disrespectful to her family. Yeah. And when I saw the video, I'm like, there's no way this is real. Like, I can't believe they actually got out and talked to paparazzi about this woman. Like, and I get, I I think he's so desperate to clear his name because like people already hated him. He wasn't like known for being the best guy before this. And I think that like, he's worried that people will think that like he was responsible. And I get that for sure. But I think you have to act with respect and like dignity towards the person who also, passed. Also, like it's a legal matter, so like right. shut up. Yeah, no one's expecting you to stop on the side of the road and talk to the paparazzi. I'm like, shocked. If you want to keep walking with your head down, that's that would be understandable for all of us. That's something that like a YouTuber does. But I, so I thought like th- them speaking about the case at hand was odd, and I thought the way that he spoke to her was like so. Yeah. Rude. Rude. But she was being annoying as fuck. I know, but like, still, there's a million cameras. It's not as if you don't know that you're being watched and like you're going to yell at your wife. No, obviously, if you're yelling at your wife like that in public, you're yelling at her worse in the house. No, and if you're yelling at her, not just in public, in front of cameras. Right. Yeah. Like, it was so, like, spotting no, her away like a fly. A body language expert could literally do, like, a dissertation you, on that video. You could be a body language amateur, and you could yeah. sum this up. So, I thought that, like, she was being so annoying, because it's obviously not about you, and she just, like, kept trying to get in frame. Like, every time the camera moved, she would move, too. Yeah. Um, and a- the way Alec was so dismissive and rude to her, like, you don't talk to your wife like that. Like, w- there's so much to unpack from this video, and that's... Just starting conceptually, the fact that they even participated in this video right. is so disgraceful to me. And I think even the, if they had said every, even if they struck the right tone and said everything course. right, I would have said, you know what? That's still weird that they're talking to the paparazzi on the side of the road when nobody expects to hear from them right now. It's yeah. an ongoing criminal matter. But the content of the video and what was so surprising to me is like most of the commentary I saw was just about like making fun of Hilaria, which yes, there that's there for sure. But Please like, don't insult my intelligence by calling her Hilaria. Seriously, making fun, making fun of Hillary, Hillary. Um, which is definitely an element to the video. But like Alex's behavior is so crazy. No, you know what? He's unhinged and he's obviously been through a traumatic event. So I'm here to give him a little bit of grace. But I'm just increasing, and we spoke about this on the podcast on Friday, how he's like tweeting out articles about, I just think his behavior has been so disrespectful and so like insane since this incident. And I just would expect more out of like a, a major celebrity, honestly. Yeah. With he's a publicist. He's been through like scandals before. Like, right. Exactly. You should just know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that video was honestly like the most shocking thing I'd ever seen in my life. No. For a multitude of reasons. I can't get through the whole thing. It's painful. I know. The way he keeps walking away from her to get her out of the camera frame and she keeps walking back into the frame and he, he yells at her, like shoves her away. It is truly a marriage story. Like it's horrible. Yeah. And they're both filming and everyone was like, why were they filming? It's so that like their they words wouldn't get taken out of context yeah. if someone like edited. That, that makes sense. But here's yeah. the, it's like no one... Just let it play out. You, right. Like, you, you guys are digging your own grave. You don't need someone else to like edit a video to make you look bad. You already yeah, look bad. And it's not about things that you're saying. It's like how you're saying it. No, they're so fucking toxic. Like it's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You ready to move on to our next story? If it's brought to you by Overland, a family-owned heritage brand that puts comfort and quality first for nearly 50 years. They offer outerwear, accessories, and home decor made from sustainable natural fibers like sheepskin, leather, and wool. They're, they use expert craftsmanship to pair the highest quality merino sheepskin with supportive memory foam midsoles in order to make slippers that make that feel better and wear better for longer. I've been wearing those um, Overland ones around the house. I was talking about them on the podcast, or was that the Patreon? Yeah, the Patreon. Um, they're the best slippers I own. They're so comfortable. They're real like indoor shoes, but they have such good soles like I wear them sometimes outside to walk Theo um they're well made they're comfier than you can imagine and everyone needs a pair of slippers also like it's November 1st I know you probably forgot because we're in costume but like 
holiday season, the snow season is upon us. And like, if you're cultivating, cultivating a vibe, making a chili, lighting candles, you need a really good pair of slippers. So check out Overland. They offer 100% satisfaction guarantee and their commitment to customer service is exceptional. Don't wait another day to slip into something way more comfortable. Get the highest quality sheepskin slippers on the market at overland.com slash toast you'll get free shipping and free returns and we recommend you go today because the slippers are so beloved they've been known to sell out that's overland.com slash toast overland.com slash toast great okay our next story celebrity halloween 2021 um the costumes came out where let's talk about celeb costumes and then also like what everybody else was wearing this year the most popular costume obviously being kravis kravis and you know what like since it was so popular i saw so many people who did it so good Mm -hmm. but like if you just bare minimum did like i'm talking about like celebrities influencers like if you just did the bare minimum like honestly it was like kind of a terrible costume but like do you see benny drama of course like that is understanding the assignment like literally I couldn't tell who was Megan and who was Benny Drama like yeah it was so sickeningly done and honestly after I saw his costume anyone else who did MGK or or Kravis like meh but Courtney had reposted a lot of people who were them and there were a lot of like non-famous people who dressed up yeah, as them. yeah. it was very much like the costume that everyone of the year. was doing and it, so many people did it so good yeah so that's probably most popular also MGK and Megan Megan Kelly were a very popular and also like the four of them together yeah. it was a popular costume and then Courtney and Travis themselves the king and queen of Halloween this year dressed out as um Sid Vicious and Nancy Spungen and they also dressed as a movie did you see the pictures on Danny Michelle's Instagram yeah but um, I don't know I, I didn't know any of the excuse me references I didn't know the reference but then I saw that actually like the movie has a connection to Shauna you're lying. Apparently, like, that's, like, their movie. That was, like, the first dance at their wedding. was, like, what? the song their daughter, Alabama, is, like, named after that movie. It's, like, a big movie in their Wait, relationship. Wait, that's really fucking weird. Yeah. I think. Like, that's Where'd what Where'd you read. see that? Like, on Instagram? No, like, uh, yeah, in the tabloids. That's really mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah. I mean, she's already having, like, a bad couple weeks. Yeah. This might... Yeah, be the, the knife, the nail in the coffin. Right after being eliminated from Dancing with the Stars, like, that's no. not what you want to see. No, that's Sharna Burgess. I was just like, what the fuck? We get confused here at Shanna Mokler and Sharna Burgess because they're both <laughs> a part of the Megan Kelly because yeah, Sharna is married, yes. dating Brian, who was married to Megan, and Shanna was married to Travis. Travis. So it's very confusing because they both have the same name and they're both a part of the same foursome. It's really yeah. weird. It is really confusing. So let's talk about favorite celebrity Halloween costumes. Um, and also a very successfully done one was Joe and Sophie Turner were. Have you ever seen Isabella some? and Paolo? Yeah, and so they had another girl with them who was, I think, Isabella. But I didn't see anyone being the sneaky brown noser with a hidden agenda. Well, that's where you come in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Hillary Duff commented. And yeah, it was, was cute. Like, quaking so what were some of your favorite costumes this year so by the way we have a new patreon episode up we just like shot the shit forever um oh yeah we did a q a yesterday but we also just wound up talking about halloween the whole time who knew there was so much to say about there all is. the different you know holiday traditions and i give my dissertation on why i think halloween is a fat phobic holiday and a lot of people really just kind of rallied around me just one I'm but i'm happy for you i'm just one person just so one <laughs> i agree but like no one's gonna tell one's you all you need one is one is all you need to start a movement I see you. Um, what, oh, so favorite Halloween costumes. Yeah. I said this on the Patreon. I thought that Lil Nas X dressing as the guy from Ned's Declassified was hilarious. Niche reference. I thought it was great. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Snatchler. I can't think of one celebrity right now. Lizzo did Baby Yoda. She looked really cute. A lot. So the po- popular costumes were like Squid Games also. Yeah. yeah. Um, Queen's Gambit. 
Ryan Seacrest and Oh, honestly, Kelly. my number one was Kit Keenan. Agreed. Agreed. She, she is Anya. She is Anya Taylor-Joy, and she literally, like, her fucking chest purse. Yeah. Everything. No. Kit no. Keenan killed it. The chest uh, headband. Yeah, oh. and if you're going to do Queen's Gambit, like, it has to be premium, because Beth Harmon is such a premium girly. Agreed. Yeah. But also, Ryan Seacrest and Kelly were both dressed up as Queen's Gambit, and they actually did a pretty good job. Did they? Job. Yeah, like, I'll show you a picture. Um, and I agree, Kit's was... Kits was really good. As someone who was just like home all weekend watching the costumes come in, <laughs> it was really fun. A lot of people were Ted Lasso. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, which we don't watch. I but just feel like a lot of people, what they do for Halloween is like, especially like influencers and celebrities, like they do the most basic outfit, but because they have money, they throw money at the problem. And it's like crazy hair, crazy makeup. And they just do like a devil to the nth degree. But yeah, they don't yeah. Really get creative. No, or they'll do like a really niche pop culture reference and post like an Instagram side by side of like what they're supposed to be. And I just think if you have to post a side by side, if you have to and, explain and I didn't know before, it's not a good costume. Yeah. Or, and also what a lot of people did, especially this year is like, Get dressed up, do like a full blown photo shoot, sketch, TikTok. Haley Bieber. Haley Bieber was um, Britney. Britney Spears. She looked and, just like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked really great, and she like did all these different looks. It's like and she did these photo shoots. I don't think she went trick or treating in the outfits. No, like, no, no. I think she probably did the photo shoot like a month ago. No, it's like Halloween is just as much for Instagram as it is for yeah, like everything. Else. And you know, Kylie was very low key. She just posted. She like dressed as a cat. And she just went trick-or-treating yeah. with Stormy. I bet trick-or-treating in Hidden Hills is, like, so sickening. You definitely get, like, a whole ass. You get, like, iPads. Like a cake. Yeah. At one house. Yeah. A box of Krispy Kreme at another. And it's just, like, every house you go to is another, like, billionaire, either megastar, like, tech mogul. Yeah. Great place to network. Yeah. No, Gotta they definitely give out full-size candy bars. Like, not... Not, not the Oh, obviously not. Ew. Do you think that there's any toaster who lives in Hidden Hills who yes. would like invite us to her home? Not invite us to her home, but mm. is listening and saying good luck. Yeah, and if you do, <laughs> send us a message. Let us know what it's like. I won't share your name. I'm so but curious. But do let us know what they give out on Halloween. Yeah, definitely full size. I feel like they just give away big bags, you know, like of, they don't even open the, from the grocery store. Everyone gets like their own mixed no, bag. No, or it's like, you know, specialty items from Dylan's Candy Bar, mm. like very. Artisanal. Yeah, they're ordering well, from Gold Belly. We know that. Kourtney Kardashian is giving out sugar-free candy. Is Organic. She? Always. Do you ever see, remember that episode? It's oh a Candyland party! Oh my God, yes. Yeah. So I she's giving out sugar-free. Travis is also like sugar-free, gluten-free. I don't think so. I think he is now. I do think that there are simpatico on lifestyle. On lifestyle choices? Yeah. I, I, don't think I would hope had so. To, I don't think they've had to make hard decisions between the two of them. Have you and Kelsey had to make any hard decisions? Well, yeah, because Kelsey's gluten-free and I just don't understand, like, why she would cut that out of her life trouble in paradise <laughs> but i'm supportive because mm. that's me i've learned to, how to be supportive from being your brother that felt like an insult <laughs> it was i'm constantly supporting you yeah and yeah i guess dreams, you could say that lofty i mean lofty dreams not that when you're are like never gonna come not true. when you're scheming behind my back with all the nerds from the drama department Here's, and the basketball team sometimes you need to learn something the hard way sharpay and me contributing to their scheme made you learn it faster, quicker, and I think more painlessly. You're welcome. I don't really think that was the case. I think you were trying to impress Kelsey and or Corbin Blue, also, whose name I can't remember. <laughs> um, um, Chad. 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 But also, between you and me, Gabriella was like all over me that summer. I completely really agree. I heard all about it. Am I? You did? Miss Harvest wasn't in the second movie. <laughs> she just let us out What a summer. disgrace. Oh, summer. Summer. They should have Summer. invited Darbus to the talent show at and the end. to be the director of yeah. like the talent show. That was a miss. Yeah. And she's also, the best character. She got no love. I know, but she does. But get, she got all the love um, during High School Musical three. Yeah, when when um, Troy was having his mental breakdown, you know, walking on walls in the high school. Oh yeah, walking on walls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like Gabriella was coming for me. I was like. 
Troy who? Yeah, sure, Ryan. Um, Call me Gabs if things don't work out with Kelsey. Who knows? No, did you hear what... Are we living in like a post-high school... Um, Ryan and Sharpay or like a current we're post. living like no, high school musical three has wrapped okay and like we're like stuck like in the society we're stuck in a time warp okay okay I'm just like not sure like am I living in an apartment in you're New York not, going for auditions you're not 30 years old Sharpay oh okay I'm, I'm not 30 okay Sharpay is okay. they're older than you okay, Claudia okay. okay I just thought you were like trying to call me 30 no no okay no 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 no, no. what were you gonna say Nothing. I was worried about, about living in an apartment in New York. Oh yeah, so I'm like, is Sharpay like living in a, in a 2021 apartment, like trying to go on auditions for Broadway, or she just left graduation? Do you think that's where Sharpay would? She just left graduation for this show, but do you think that's where Sharpay would be now? How like, many years really she, is I, it? She's actually 30 because when we were, she was older than me. High School Musical three came out in 2008. I remember it was 20 so she graduated high Daddy school in two thousand eight. Right, that person is thirty. October twenty fourth, two thousand eight. Okay, all right. <laughs> Darbus, steel trap. Um, okay, so she's like a little over thirty, actually. Uh, I'm twenty eight. I graduated high school in twenty ten. I'm a little young for my age, though. But yeah, you are. By a few months. Okay, so it's she's thirty. She just celebrated her thirtieth birthday. She had a really sad. So party. it's like thirteen years post. Not thirteen, like sure. Okay, whatever. It's thirty. I'm 30. <laughs> Accepted, Sharpay. So I'm a 30-year-old Sharpay. I bet probably after high school, I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Did the New York thing. Did the New York thing. Like maybe got like one job on like an off-Broadway show in the chorus line. Like, um, and then I'm, I'm like. I'm so sorry to tell you, but she went to University of Albuquerque. Oh, in Sharpay Ever After? No, no, no. At the end of High School Musical 3. And yeah. She, she, she stayed on at the theater department at. East High, and then also went to University of Albuquerque because Ryan was the one who got the scholarship to Juilliard. Once again, taking things from me. Um, yeah, so I guess, like, she probably would now really be, like, the next Miss Darbus. That's, like, the whole cycle. Pray for the campers. No, literally. But she's grown, and she's changed. I'm sure Miss Darbus, you know, when she was 25, wasn't, like, a gem. I'm sure she was. Darbus is, has been an old soul from the job. That's true. So wise. <laughs> Always. Constantly. Okay, are you ready for our oh, fifth already? and final story? I got this, Ryan. Why don't you just uh, manage the stage? It's the final story. Shut up, Ryan. This is my line. Sharpay, those pipes. Damn, girl. Thanks, Ryan. You know, we should really use our powers for good together and, like, just really take over this world. That's what I've been trying to say, Sharpay. I've been here for you the whole time. I know. I just need you to, like, understand a few things. Like, <laughs> oh, God. it's about me. And right. You, who else you, could it be about? You just need to back the fuck up, okay? I'm you're con- <laughs> You're constantly, like, trying to steal my spotlight. Like, you're so jealous. What? I don't even like light. <laughs> just seriously. Like, why don't you just... Sachet over there. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. We're better together than we are apart. Agreed, Sharpay. Agreed. No. Now, get, I, now, now I, get back to your computer and write me a song. Can I sachet back over to you? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. Thanks, Queen. I feel like Ryan like would probably end up going to Juilliard, like become successful as like a producer, songwriter, composer, and like end up like a judge on like RuPaul's Drag Race. Like no, and like Ryan would always be trying to like help Sharpay like you know I'm doing this new show like come in okay I could only get you the part of you know stagehand but right. like the roles reversed 
But when Ryan's on top, he's gracious. That's actually Mm -hmm. so true. That's how it would go. That's how life goes, It's literally what happened to Baby Jane. You ever see that movie? No. I never finished it, but basically, like, Baby Jane. It's, like, a whole thing, but... All right, I'll tell you. So Baby Jane was, like, this movie star when she was a baby, and, like, the parents were obsessed with Baby Jane, but Baby Jane had a sister, and, like, they didn't care about the sister because Baby Jane was, like, making all this money. The sister became, like, evil because her parents were so fucking mean to her, and they didn't care about her because she wasn't Baby Jane. So when they grew up, also then Baby Jane was in an accident, and, like, everything was over for her, and I'm pretty sure I never finished the movie, but I'm pretty sure the sister was behind it. So when they grow up, Baby Jane is in a wheelchair. They're, like, old women now living in a house together off of Baby Jane's money, but the evil sister who became evil because her parents were so mean to her, like, she, like, locks her in, like, a... A cabinet, you know, like she's so mean to her. She locks her in a room, she locks her in the attic. So, and she's in a wheelchair, so she can't help herself. And she's just like waiting for her mean older sister to come. So it's like when Baby Jane was on top, she was very nice to her sister. But when then Baby Jane was on bottom and the other bitch was on top, she was evil. Oh, so sounds like, like the kitchen front. Does it? I was thinking that too. That's the book for the redheads. I know. That we are recording the new episode of the redheads tonight. So if Ooh, you tonight. read along with us, yes, email theredheadsbookclub at gmail.com with your questions. Snitch and I just finished The Kitchen Front by Jennifer Ryan. It's a historical fiction book with a lot of strong female characters. And I have a lot to say about the book. It's so me as well. I'm going to save my opinions. Now, Charpay, we're working. Sorry. Girly my social girl. media is just popping off. I just hit a thousand followers. How sad for you. Gabriella has a million. Ryan, you're being like a bitch. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep things in perspective, Sharpay. What's the fifth story, bitch? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Dorit Hemsley says she's feeling blessed for her family's safety after the home invasion. Dorit is speaking out. She took to Instagram and posted a statement on Saturday saying, as you all know by now, I've been through a terrifying ordeal, one that no parent or person should ever have to experience. I've received so many messages of love and support, and I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. It's truly overwhelming. She said, my kids are unaware of what happened. They slept through it, and I thank God for keeping my kids and myself from being physically harmed, but that she's just trying to get back to normal life for her kids. Right, because her kids don't know that something major happened. Something major traumatic happened. So, like, even the rest of the weekend, they dressed up for Halloween. Good. I think they're back to filming Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Just like in that TikTok you sent me, there was a meal. A dinner, yeah. That they all got together for. So I think Dorit's just like throwing herself back into normal life, mostly probably for her kids and also to move on from it. So I'm just... I think that's probably the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want to spook the kids. Um, But I will say, like, and I don't know why it's bothering me so much, but like people who are just like doubting that she went through this and saying it's an insurance scam or it's a storyline... I think they see her getting back to life so quickly and they're like, look, she's not even traumatized. But it's like when you have kids and like you go through something traumatic, even if you don't have kids, like you just have to get up and like keep going. So like that's what you do. That's what you do in life. But especially if her kids, if they They really don't know, they really didn't know, like she's not going to be the one to shake things up. And you know what? That's really a blessing, like for real, that they didn't even wake up. Like it's amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure she's would prefer it that way. I'm sure she prefer it didn't happen at all. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. So glad to hear from her and to hear that the family is doing as well as possible. Yeah, I'm I'm a team to read on this, and I really will not tolerate any slander, like downing people's trauma. It really bothers me. I would agree with you. Sharpay, girly girl. Finally. You have my back. Sharpay, you're like gaslighting me. No, you were like so fucking phony to my face. And then like you run around with Troy, Gabriella, Chad, Zeke. Yeah, see? You're (laughs) (laughs) me. 
literally like you are the one fucking gaslighting me at least I own who I am like yes I'm a bitch I'm a star I am that bitch and you like run around being like oh my god I'm just like the poor little victim little composer boy like me and Kelsey we're the victims but you're not because you're nice to my fucking face and then you betray me you betray your own sister well Sharpay if you really want to go there after years of being knocked down by you, told I'm not good enough, that I'll never, never be more than a stage hand. Never happened. I'm starting to find my voice, Sharpay. Good for you. I'm sure you don't like how it sounds. No, I think it's fine. I'm going to sing to my own tune, girly girl. No, we think that's great, Ryan. Seriously. You can take your new attitude and shove it right up your hairy ass. <laughs> I feel like Ryan's ass is like so pristine. smooth. Yes. Pristine. Totally. It's not hairy at all. He's like a very maintained person. Yeah. No. His nails are always done. Yeah. He doesn't let it slip. No. I mean, he would have his pants hemmed, but um, that's just Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Tings. Ryan Tings. Okay, let's dive into the TV recap segment, which is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist where you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It is professional therapy, and it's all done securely online. How it works is that you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, and in return, you'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room again. BetterHelp is completely committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. They make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than offline therapy, and they also offer financial aid. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They're recruiting an additional therapist in all 50 states, and we have a special offer for the Morning Toast listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com toast. Again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com toast. Um, I was just going to say something, Margo. Is this like the first episode of the Morning Toast you've like listened to in full in like years? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like when you did the final countdown song, I obviously know about it because you guys like post about it and people. But you've talk never about heard it. it. But I've never. No, well, you, when you guys post the clips on Instagram, I always watch those. You should do that more. And we're, we're getting in trouble from a star. Yeah, like, but so what do you think? Now that you're sitting here, like, listening to the show live, like, what do you think? No, I think it's hilarious. I've never not. Yeah. It's just really, not hilarious enough I'm for you really to watch. I'm just really not, like, a podcast girl. girl. Yeah, yeah, no, we have a web show, too. That's true. When I do listen, and I watch. I don't Me too. Listen. Me too. Same. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah, this podcast time. episode we did yesterday was actually, like, just a really fabulous episode. It was fucking hysterical. We were doing general Q&A, so we took some questions, but we mostly were just, like, couldn't shut the fuck up the yeah. whole time. That's so crazy. We were talking about, Sunday. oh, you know I what? Know. I want to ask you a question that we were asked. Yes, it's the best question. Okay. It's the best. What's the most embarrassing part about being an influencer? <laughs> you an answer um <laughs> I, i'll tell you what we said yeah. and then um then maybe that'll inspire but for me it's like when you go to an event and like you're working like you're there to like take pictures but like oh my God, it's i never like travel with like an assistant or yeah. a, a photographer or anyone really and usually i'm just like going to work and so like having to get someone there to like take a picture of me or it's like maybe I would bring Zach, but like I don't want him to even like see me in that situation, you know, and like see me at a low. And like when he needs to take pictures of me in public, like it's so embarrassing, and he doesn't do anything to make me feel more comfortable. Yeah, like, yeah, Like do yeah. this or like that looks great. Like he's just like you're he not makes gonna you like. Feel worse. He's like you're not oh, gonna like these. That's mean. So um, I would say that's like the most embarrassing. We cited a few hysterical examples. Yeah. What's your least or like least favorite thing? Most embarrassing thing um, about the influencer lifestyle. Most embarrassing thing. Like when you go on your influencer play dates or like you go to so many like influencer just like tings but it's like that's not bad because we're all in the same boat so like everyone's taking photos for each other sort of thing and they're all Um, good at taking photos yeah no exactly I think it's like that's a good one but also like I find like the just like even though I do it all the time so it's shocking like 
storying like in the back of an Uber mm-hmm. or like speaking like in you know what I mean like yeah. Yeah. like fully in public like that's really hard like when I do my weather reports and everyone's just like staring at me down the street like that's rough no that's painful yeah. that's painful probably that but you do it for the craft yeah of course and it's become really the highlight of my day it's the first thing I watch yeah so many people tell me that they don't even check the weather app I don't you are the weather app you should launch a weather app yeah and it's just like telling people what to wear. But then like I have to, to get wear. like all this data and no, stuff. No, but then it's just like telling people what to wear. Like you could tell me it's 60 degrees. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Pants or shorts? Right. What kind of coat? Right. Capri- a coat at all? Capri- a, light, a light one. It's Capri season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fucking wig. It's so itchy. Me too. Okay. Um, okay, TV recap. The Potomac finale was on last night and honestly it was so stupid. Everyone was acting like a child. Um, we got to see Karen's 25th wedding anniversary party. It was so nice and everyone kept making a big deal of the stairs because they just cannot leave Karen alone. Um, but the event seemed really pretty. I think it was really cool that Macy Gray was there and I have to assume that they've been friends for four years. Like Macy Gray watched the show and that's how they met, right? Yeah, like she got, they became friends like once Karen became, you know, a household A queen. Um, the whole thing was just like so odd to me. I feel like typically when they do vow renewals, it's like, on Bravo shows, you know, they go to a hotel. It's like a, a whole weekend, and there's like all these things. Like it was just like thrown at the end of the episode. It was seriously like in like a staged like production room. And if it was anybody else's event, like we would be roasting it, yeah, ripping it to shreds. But because it was Karen, we it was all, gorgeous. It was it was really. It beautiful. was honestly the most stunning event I'd ever and I seen. Think my favorite part was that like the the outside of the building, like. It was so, so unassuming. unassuming. Mm-hmm. And then you walked in into this most beautiful affair. Agreed 100%. And Karen has like just so many friends in her life. Like it was a real event. Like there were people there who were really celebrating their vow renewal. And Karen's sister looks just like her. It's crazy. Yeah. I couldn't stop thinking that. So it was, but it, the whole, th- it was just a weird way to end the season. Yeah, like off the backs of this fight between the men like no one even cares we haven't even spoken about the fight between Chris and Michael from last season like nobody cares yeah and I didn't realize everyone was waiting for Michael Darby to show up all season and he's me not, neither and when Mia said like he exists it's like no that's not like a, a thing a thing about Michael Darby like he's so elusive it's like no he actually needs to make himself scarce because yeah. every time he shows up he, he gets starts, himself into yeah. trouble no a hundred percent and I thought the fight between the boys was so stupid and then when Candace got involved it just like it wasn't even it was so a conversation not worth having like they don't need to work it out of course Michael and Chris are not going to be friends literally Candace called his wife who just had a baby wide like why would why and would that's li- not even the worst thing she's ever no said. of course not like why would Michael be friends with Chris and Candace for one fucking second like yeah it, why are we trying to make this friendship happen it's not meant to happen yeah the, it was and suddenly Juan is like so invested in anything when he can't even like he's only more invested in the fight between Michael and Chris than he is with like anything going on in his own personal life. No, I agree. And I just really love Michael and Juan's friendship. I Me really too. do. Me too. It's hysterical. I think it's really cute. And it's cute how they went on the double date. And I just, it's, it's something unexpected. Yeah. And I think with that whole Robin and Juan thing, I think like, I, I mean, cause I'm thinking like, why is he like being such a baby about her talking about this? And I don't think that he's necessarily mad that she's talking about it. I think she's, he's mad that she's talking about it on camera. Yeah, and it's just like this narrative again that like he's like know, was like a deadbeat dad. Yeah, and which is all true. And like he wasn't a good there for partner her. when they were first married, but like, and that's why they divorced. And it's either tabula rasa or it's not. Yeah, no, and I think that's probably what what a therapist would say to them. I was thinking, like, of course, like it's clear Robin has like trauma from the time yeah. that they were like so as, as she should. But then like Ryan, then you please, sh- Ryan, this is a nice. Place. Please don't put your feet it's on the couch. <laughs> Brian, you're pregnant? Yes, everyone. It's Kelsey's? Never telling. <laughs> it's Troy's. Um, no, I 
like I understand if Robin is still upset about those things, but then she shouldn't be remarrying Juan. Like then she should. They tabula, still have things to work through. They should tabula rasa with someone else. A hundred percent. You know, but if you're going to be with this man and you're going to marry him again, you have to get old. And you you're even thinking about starting it. like with a new baby, like you, they have to work some shit out. Yeah, no, they can't be bringing in this old stuff. You know, Giselle has really cooled the jets on Karen Huger, even though she did drop like a bomb yesterday, saying like that's why Karen's always DMing people because her and Ray are just friends. Do you remember that? She said that on the show? Yeah, in her commentary. Because mm. the guy who was doing the um, ceremony was basically like, friendship, 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 friendship. And Giselle in her commentary was like, this guy's talking a lot about friendship. Maybe, like, is that why Giselle is, I mean, is that why Karen is constantly DMing people? Like, because her and Wright are just friends? Um, I obviously wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and that, like, if Karen, if Karen and Ray, after how many years of marriage, 25. twenty-five years of marriage, are at a place where they're like just friends, and maybe they got a little something on the side, mm-hmm. like, and it works for them, yeah, then it works for them. Then it works for them. Then it works for me. All in for all, them. it was like not this climax. There was really no nothing there. Yeah, I agree. That the whole season just like fizzled out. Yeah, but the reunion does look really good. <gasps> the reunion looks so good. First of all, the they looks, all look amazing. They were all inspired by you, Sharpay. Literally they understood the assignment. Pink queens. They look beautiful. Nicki Minaj is there. I'm so excited. I can't believe it, and it really feels like it's going to be a great reunion. And you know what? When you look at the production value, the budget, the set of that reunion versus the Beverly Hills one, why are they so different? Well, no, just the size of the couch. Yeah. Someone, but also the grand, like the opulence, it really feels like there's a completely different level of Beverly Hills and Potomac, like just comparing the reunions. Oh, I didn't get that vibe. I just think someone like mismeasured the couch and that's all there is. The couch, I also think like the outfits, like they all, when you saw them from the side, they all have like trains going down. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's it looks way better. Yeah, it, I think it's just like and there's a that's theme. How it, like they're all on Beverly Hills, like wearing different shit. Like well, usually there's a color. Yeah, but I feel like you can't tell the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills like to all yeah. wear the same. They're so, I guess like, in Potomac, it's, it was white, it was yellow. Like they always get a color. I yeah. think it looks great, and I think it works for them, and, and yeah. they need that structure. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think you're right. You can tell the Beverly Hills Housewives what to wear. And usually, but they do all look like a Michigas. Like no, and they. The looks aren't great. And actually, Andy asked someone, when Tasha was on Watch What Happens Live, he was like, who's your favorite best dress for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? He was like, the fans are like not feeling the looks. And that I, when I like reflected, I was like, yeah. I- no, think about the dress that Erica Jane is wearing to this reunion. Like literally a tiny little pink short mini dress. Then look at literally any of the women from Potomac. They're literally wearing gowns with trains. Like you would wear it to like a royal wedding. Yeah. How are these two the same? I mean, they're not. They're not. So I don't even know. I think my best dress, though, probably for Beverly Hills would be Lisa Rinna because I thought that her outfit was interesting and cool. Yeah, no, I can't. So who's your best dressed? I don't know. I don't even remember what literally any of them are wearing. I'll watch again tonight. Maybe Garcelle? Mm. No, actually, her dress was like a little mother of the bride. Yeah. Yeah, I have to look. I don't remember, but I uh, something looks cute. They all look cute. They all look like they're going out to dinner. They, look fine. they all get so dressed up for a night out in uh, Beverly Hills for a dinner. More dressed up than the reunion. Yeah, like when they all showed up to Dorit's house that first party because she did like a black tie party. That's what they all should be wearing to the reunion. Yeah, and I just like will never get over that wasted Gucci outfit that Dorit wore in Palm Springs, like just for dinner in the house. Yeah. Like, head to toe Gucci, like tights, all like sparkle sequins. Like she should be wearing that at the reunion. hundred percent. Okay, let's talk about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Also boring. Um, There was like that really... Okay, so the thing is, is like I'm really growing. Lisa is really growing on me. Mm -hmm. 
but then she does things that like take 10 steps backwards because I really do feel like a lot of the women are misunderstanding her like I think that that fight with in the limo with Mary was not her fault like Mary I, was just on, on one because th then she Jenny even, she was even like when she first said it it was uh, it Heather brought it up like it warms your ovaries she's like she was testy Correcting. with Heather first and then with Lisa Mary was like I usually really like Mary I I just felt like she was 100% wrong she woke up on the wrong side of the bed woke up on the wrong side of the bed and it I can move on from that, but yeah. like, I don't, we don't need to go into the depths of Googling. No, and you know what? When it comes to the catering thing, like, I don't think Lisa was responsible. And I think when she said, like, I would never get in the way of like an LGBTQ event, like, I actually really believed her. Like, Me too. So I'm like, you know what? I think this bitch is misunderstood. I think people think she's calculated, but she's actually like not. But then she goes and pulls that shit where she invited that guy from Mary's church, obviously, to go talk to Meredith. He was being an amazing actor. The whole thing was set up. And so it's like, well, is Lisa this, like, manipulative, calculating, you know, chess player, or is she not? Yeah, I didn't understand that event. So the way that I was feeling in last night's episode is, like, Lisa does a lot of things that, you know, she's playing chess, and she's probably not right in every situation. But I'm just, like, really digging her right now. I can't, there's no rhyme or reason. I, I agree. And especially, like, and last season I was, like, all about Whitney and mm -hmm. Heather and... Even the flashback to Lisa saying, like, you, your wardrobe is, like, a little Utah. Like, yeah. you could step it up. That was mean. Yeah, no, it was mean. And that's really how they got off on the wrong foot. And, and so I understand my last season, like, I was just not here for Lisa. Mm -hmm. And I also misunderstood her. I thought Lisa was, like, at, so when I was watching the show, I thought she was, like, kind of shy because of the tone of her voice. Like, mm -hmm. I thought she was, like, quieter. But then, then we saw her watch What Happens Live, and she seemed really thirsty. So I was like, okay, so everything that she does on the show is, is performative is performative but now I'm understanding her better and it's like no she's not shy nor exceedingly thirsty mm -hmm. she just is who she is and she's just not apologizing for for that and she's a little bitchy I think the vibe that I got from her the first season was that like she was in like a different social group than all the women and she was in like a cooler group like she hangs with Rach Parcell and I think that she like looked down on that's how I felt I felt like she was I, no, looking down I on the women like, from a social perspective but I felt like in the first season she was like trying to be like so coy about everything you know and, like really, she's just, too like, cool the shy like Meredith's like you know sidekick friend who's also gonna stab you like <laughs> and so I didn't understand her and now that I feel like I do understand her and I feel like the reunion helped me understand her more where it's like no she She's not desperate to like be loved by everyone. Otherwise, she would have apologized for everything and moved on and just switched gears and been like, oh, that didn't work. Let me try something else. Right. So now that I get her a little bit more and I felt like I did like her approach to Whitney just being like, let's fucking move forward. Yeah. I mean, we could go. Yeah, I could apologize for all the times I said you had bad style and you weren't that cool or anything. Right. Sort. Um, or we could just start anew. And I feel like Whitney in her confessionals, like she can't. Is shady. She's obsessed with, with Lisa. Lisa. Like, obsessed. And also, like, Lisa, I'm sorry, she is so fabulous. I know. Like, every time... It's hard to dislike her, like, when she's going to Wendy's. When she's showing up with these looks, like, every time she steps out of the car, she just, like, she's in incredible. And you know what? It's not, like, everything she wears is so interesting. Whitney, like, roller skating with that lipstick on. Yeah. yeah. And it's just... There's two sides. Yeah. And I'm not choosing that lipstick. No, I know. I agree. And you know what? I do feel like they're taking a really long time to get to this Jen Shaw thing. Because I think next week they get on the bus, but I don't think it really happens till no, the week after. It's gonna... Yeah, but I'm so glad the bus is next week. Like, it's I'm, like enough already. I'm ready. I, I forgot that that's what's waiting for us. So I am very excited that the ball is moving in that direction. And also... And that Lisa is already starting to like dislike Jen. But why didn't she invite Jen to Fresh Wolf? She invited anyone who, like, supported Fresh Wolf. Yeah. And Jen literally showed up to the photo shoot, photo shoot with yeah. wolves. Yeah, with wolves. I don't know. I think Lisa's line of thinking was that, like, Jen was mad at her for bringing up the guy who recorded her. Mm -hmm. And she didn't want to, like, 
have Jen, honestly, like, even if I was friends with Jen, I would never invite her to something that my kids, like, were, like, passionate about. She ruins everything. Like, she, she throws glasses. Like, she's not really a well-behaved person. Yeah, but you know what? In the last few episodes, and I mean, like, obviously, I'll be eating I know. words next week. In the last few episodes, she's been, she's bothering been me less. really reformed. Uh-huh, I know. And, you know, like, even um, next week, they... She's going at it with someone. She's like, how many times do I have to apologize? And you know what? I'm like, yeah. Like, she really has. Yeah. Like, um, obviously, when it comes to down to the, in, you know, the fraud, I'm completely not it on her side. It all starts fresh, but I'm watching it, like, you know. In real time. Yeah. And it's like, she's actually acting quite normal. Yeah. So, yeah, both episodes last night were not, like, great housewives. It was, like, kind of boring. Yeah, but I know we're in for it with Salt Lake City, so I'm fine to wait. Yeah. And I just, like, love, I just love the franchise. The looks, like, them tubing, like... What a fun day. I mean, Angie's Cordova oh, suit. I know. Like, I was thinking the same the thing. She looked so great. She looks so great. They, like, I just so, imagine literally having to have a whole wardrobe. Like, and you use it quite frequently. I feel like you ski like many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, it's year no, round. They're like, yeah? They want to go hang out, catch up. Like, they go skiing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, I would and love they that. sit on the side of a mountain, like, and have a drink. It's so fun. Yeah. How do the cameras, like, do that? I don't know. The I cameras, always, like, ski with them. Yeah, they do. That's crazy. It must be fun for the camera. I'm sure they, like, every. You know, in any show, like, most people, it's like, half the people could probably ski. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, let's do it. Maybe they should yeah. have, like, GoPros or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely have, like, both. Um, so, yeah. Tomorrow, we will recap Succession. Yes. Because we didn't want to watch it last night. Like, there were so many housewives. We want to enjoy it. Yes, I want to take my time. I didn't want to be, like, up late, like, speeding through it. Yeah, exactly. And same with Curb. I actually watched Curb. It was so bad. Really? And I'm actually was thinking, like, I wanted to talk about, like, how disappointed I am. Oh, wow. Because literally, I don't think there's... Essentially, Curb is like a very... It's like a dry humor show that's really, at the end of the day, like a commentary on social interactions, the culture, the zeitgeist. Like, it's really like a, a really interesting commentary on, like, the way we live. And to think that the way we've been living for the last 18 months is not even addressed in the show is so disappointing. And I never thought I'd say that. I fucking I hate... When people I talk about COVID. That. I hate that. No, but but it's show, hilarious. No, but last, before COVID, Curb ended like series finale. And then Larry said he was bringing it back in COVID. He said he was bringing it back because like Larry. How can you talk about? Because it's like Larry and COVID like. Larry probably hates wearing masks. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with you. I mean, I'll, I haven't seen that. It's not funny. No, literally nothing happened. There's no COVID. Like there's nothing. Still with the stupid Netflix show. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's our show. Well, that's really, show. my show. It's the Sharpay show. Thank you all so much for coming to my show. And, Ryan, you know, thank you for being here. You're welcome. I mean, I just love to support you. I know. And also undercut you and backstab And manipulate you. me, yeah. Yep. And, and gaslight me. Yeah, I'm the real that, victim here. That, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we should lead him out with a song, Sharpay. What do you think? Yes, but before we do, Darbus, thank you so much for being here. We know how busy you are just putting on the spring... Musical, musical, running the that, theater. I hope that you thought our sh- little show was yeah. something. You know? Yeah, no, it's something. What do you get? <laughs> what do you give our production value over here, Darbus? Production value is better than mine. Better what? Better than mine. Yeah, of course. I don't know. That HSM three set was something. Well, that's when we had real like movie theater budget. Budget. Yeah. But yeah. the first on October twenty fourth, two thousand and eight. Yeah. yeah. What sh- should song should we? Uh... Well, you could go out with one of yours. You know. Fabulous. That's a great song that you wrote that I, I wrote, yeah. wrote for you. How does it start? Um, ice. Life guys. Ice oh, wow. cream. Okay, you're tweaking. <laughs> um, <laughs> or the other one. 
the one from Broadway. Don't you want it? Can't you see it? Imagine, oh, I imagine having everything we ever dreamed. Don't you want it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Can't you see it? Kind of. Imagine first audition after college, I get the lead. Apart, apart, from me. apart from me? Well, of course. You gotta believe it. You and I, all the fame. Sharpay, what's his name? Sounds exciting. Inviting. Let's do it then. That's all I know. Guys, thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed Halloween, Toastoween 2021. We'll be back next year with Halloween 2022. But until then, we'll see you tomorrow. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So, are you taking it off? <sighs> if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe or give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast. Anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us morning shows. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing day. And if you're still here, why don't you go drop an emoji on our most recent Instagram? How about just a star emoji for two, well, one and a half stars. Thank you, guys. Drop as many stars as you see on these couches. One, yeah. two, two, or three. three. That's a really, really good one. Um, love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>